You've just entered the baddest biker bar in the investment world. This is the Danger Zone. Yep, it's the Danger Zone here on Money Life. This is where we get the latest take from the experts at New Constructs, where they evaluate securities on a scale of most attractive to most dangerous. And they do this taking a look at forensic accounting and discounted cash flow analysis. They dig in at the footnotes level, work their way up, and they frequently find that things that look good at the surface level don't look so good when you kind of take a different lens to it. If it works in your favor, that would make something attractive. But if it works against you, something is dangerous. Want to learn more about how it works? Go to newconstructs.com. David Trainer is founder and president at New Constructs. He joins me again today. David, great to have you back on Money Life. It is great to be back, Chuck. Thank you. Who's in the danger zone this week? The zombie stock list. Danger, danger. It's the zombie stock list. Now, zombie stocks are always in the danger zone list, but but this may be a little bit different because I know where you want to go, and it's kind of like the zombie stocks that are still on the zombie stock list, but you've like closed out your positions on them, right? So, so are they still in the danger zone? I mean, they, they they're perennially in the danger zone, but they're not. They're out of the the portfolio. Explain how this works. Yeah, so we had, I think, close to 30 stocks or more on the zombie stock list. And, you know, it's time to close some of those positions. Uh, We want to take five or six off. All but one of those has been very successful, down 50 plus percent or outperformed as a short versus the S&P by 50 plus percent. Only one of them has not uh, been that successful. And yeah, so it's time to clean this up, time to take a review, you know, and say, you know what? These stocks look like zombie stocks uh, back when we put them on. Do they all still look like zombie stocks? Uh, And the answer turned out to be no, not all of them still look like zombie stocks. There's been a few companies whose cash flows have actually turned to the positive. And so they don't look like they're going to be running out of money. On the other, there's a- Okay. So which companies are we talking about here? Ceridian HCM Holdings, Atlassian Corporation. So that's that's CD. A-Y for Ceridian HCM Holdings and Atlassian Corporation, T-E-A-M. And and those are the ones that are off the zombie stock list because they've turned a corner? So uh, for Atlassian, what we found is they haven't necessarily turned the business around, but the they raised a bunch of cash. So they've got more than 24 months of runway. So therefore, it doesn't really qualify as a zombie stock. We typically had said for it to be a zombie stock, you've got to have less than two years of runway for burning cash. So despite the fact that uh, it's still outperformed as a great zombie stock pick and it still looks bad, it's not technically a zombie because we don't have the urgency. Ceridian, on the other hand, uh, reversed years of cash burn and actually started generating positive free cash flow. So we felt like it was time to pull that off the, off the list for that reason. And the same is true for Chewy. They got more profitable and generated free cash flow in the trailing 12 months, ended fiscal Q2 2024. Well, and it's it's interesting to me because Chewy, and I assume actually even Ceridian, still are unattractive stocks in terms of how you guys have them rated. They're just off the zombie stock list because they have they, they no longer qualify on all of the, the boxes you have to check to be a zombie stock. Yeah, that's right. That's right. You know, I mean, for, for um, you know, Chuck, like the zombie stock is, a new, is another level beyond danger zone, right? I mean, it's like, because, you know, f- 
Danger zone is one thing. Danger zone is about risk reward. It's intelligent capital allocation, but the markets have not been intelligent. And so when we saw interest rates starting to go up, we thought, okay, which companies do we believe that categorically, unquestionably, going to see some serious downward pressure because they just can't survive in a, in a market where rates are rising and are higher because the marginal cost of borrowing is too high and nobody in their right mind is going to let these guys roll over debt. And so in a couple situations, they're able to just raise a bunch more capital, like GameStop, for example, raised a ton of more capital. I don't want to, you know, don't ask me what I think about the people willing to give them the money, but guess what? Their burn, their ability to sustain a burn is much, much longer now. So there's not the urgency. And so with a zombie stock, list, Chuck, what I'm saying there is that I'm willing to go out on a limb that I can't go out on usually with danger zone stocks and say, these stocks are going down now or really soon. And so if that's no longer the case, then it can't be on the zombie stock list anymore because either they've got too much cash to sustain the burn for so long that there's not going to be that urgency, right? And when I say urgency, I mean a liquidity, a liquidity crisis for the company where they either have to drastically cut spending and therefore cut back on growth, which is going to piss off equity investors, or they're going to try to borrow more money and they can't, and they're going to have to cut spending and that's going to piss off equity investors. So that's the difference. It's kind of a nuance there. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. It's interesting to me. So functionally, there are six companies that have come off the, the zombie stock list. We've talked about four of them, Atlassian and Ceridian and Chewy, for different reasons. GameStop, again, for raising more money, GameStop remains a company that you dislike as well. But then there's Allbirds, which you guys put as a zombie stock before it even came out, like as it was just coming out. And Oatly Corp, Oatly Group is another stock that you were on at the end of last year. Those have basically done so badly that once you're under a buck you're done. Like at that point, okay, we really can't short you anymore. We really can't do whatever else. So you're closing your positions. You haven't grave danced on them yet because they're not dead, but they're off the zombie stock list only because they're in zombie hospice or something. Yeah, that's exactly right, Chuck. I mean, when it's below a dollar, it's kind of all bets off. A lot of people can't trade it. I remember when we had our hedge fund, like we just could, there's all kinds of things you can't do when a stock's below a couple of bucks even. And it also creates stupid money risk, right? It's so cheap now, you know, that who knows, maybe somebody wants to buy Allbirds. And like, just like, for example, when Deckers bought some other shoe company, somebody pointed out to me super cheap, you know, they just added to the distribution, not dissimilar to what Budweiser does with craft beers. You know what I mean? So, you know, there's just kinds of other things that come in and, and you're right. We'd rather grave dance on something going completely to zero. But one of the things that I, I think is different now Versus what we thought when the when the when the um, zombie stock list was created and the rate rising started happening, is also our take on the Fed and and the overall market is a little more sanguine in the long term, or in the short term. Sanguine in the short term, and that's by that I mean the 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 Fed is not at all interested in creating a, a great cleanse, and killing all the zombie stocks at once. It wants a slow, gentle suffocation. Which means, you know, these guys could stick around at a dollar or two for a long time. Who knows? I don't know. 
but I'm going to take my gains. I'm you know, like having been in the market and tried to short before when you make this much money in a short, you take it to the bank, right? And when there's not going to be a liquidity crisis anymore and you still made 50% on a, on a GameStop, you take it to the bank because without a liquidity crisis, the charade can go on forever, Chuck. If there's no real reason for them to not spend money, they can just keep doing whatever the BS they've been doing. And God bless all these poor apes that bought into this stuff for AMC and for people who still bought GameStop shares, um, whatever. We can't help them. But we got a huge gain. Let's not get cocky and say, oh, it's got to go to zero. Is there a risk it still might happen? Yes. But let's take some gains to the bank. Yeah, off the zombie list is hardly a buy recommendation. It's just off the zombie list. And the zombie list still has about 25 companies, right? Oh, yeah, there's plenty on there. So plenty of zombies to talk about in a future one. This case, well, the danger zone, they're still dangerous. They're just not the living dead, at least not the living dead, as defined by David Trainer, founder and president at New Constructs. David, it is always great to chat with you. Thanks so much. We'll talk to you again next week. Thank you, Chuck. My pleasure. If you want to learn more, well, newconstructs.com to get information on the most attractive and most dangerous stocks and how they do what they're doing. And they're on Twitter at New Constructs. David Trainer is on Twitter as well. He is at TheRealDTrain37. And we're heading for home on today's edition of Money Life. Up next, I'll be talking with Eric Schoenstein from the Jensen Funds. It's the market call when we come back. Oh, wow. This is actually pretty dangerous. 